I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about what love can do for you. Margaret, really, love does make the world go round, doesn't it? It really does. It, it really, really does. has such a powerful impact on us in so many ways. And it's so sad that a lot of times we don't realize it until we've lost somebody. That's true. We take people for granted um, in the day in, day out life that we live. We kind of just assume they're going to be there forever. We can treat them however, and they're just going to stay if their needs aren't met. And so many people get so hurt and angry at their partner for leaving them, even if they weren't a good partner. Mm -hmm. And just, oh, well, I... These things are just not totally rational. Yeah. But, you know, people don't have to stay with you if you're not going to treat them well. They have, that's their life. And if they've felt neglected or abandoned or unloved for a long time and things aren't improving, you know, it's unfortunate, but they sometimes say, I have to move forward. And it doesn't always go like that. But love truly does change us and inspire us and inspires us to grow. And, and so often it makes us realize our mistakes and want to fix it. So I'm thinking of a song lyric as you're talking. There's some song, I don't remember the name of it, I think it's old, mm -hmm. but it says that love is nature's way of giving a reason to be living. I don't know that song. Love is a many splendored thing. Um, I think it's from my youth, so it's old. <laughs> but it's a great song. Was it a campfire song for the Old West? <laughs> no, not quite that old. It was very popular maybe in the 60s. Okay, mm. love is nature's way. It's, yeah, love is a many splendid thing. Um, and it's nature's way of giving a reason to be living. And that's really quite true. Okay. So we're going to be talking about today. Yes. So we're going to, this is an article, and it's a brief article. It's from the um, periodical that I get called the Psychotherapy Networker. Mm -hmm. And it's by Susan Johnson, who's our very favorite Canadian professor mm -hmm. and writer on love and related matters. Um, she's the originator of Emotionally Focused Therapy, and she's written three quite well-known books, Hold Me Tight, Love Sense, and Attachment Theory and Practice. Mm -hmm. and we've talked about each of them at various times over the years. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you some things that she has to say. Um, she's going to give us a brief little review of Bowlby, which I think is the best brief review I've read. Yeah. Um, the story goes something like this. About 50 years ago, an English psychologist named John Bowlby asked moms to bring their kids into his lab, leave them in a room with him for three minutes, and then return. In doing this, he found a way into the drama of longing and loneliness. Okay? It's pretty incredible that that would come out in three minutes. But it did. And I'll tell you how in just a minute. All the kids got upset when mom left, and all responded to mom when she came back, but in three different ways. Mm -hmm. Some reached for their mom, sending clear emotional cues, 
and they calmed down as soon as mother reappeared and comforted them, okay? Mm -hmm. um, the more anxious kids started freaking out and clinging, sending confusing, even angry cues, and never calmed down. And this is when my mom came back in the room, mm -hmm. okay? The kid couldn't calm down and was still agitated, mm -hmm. all right? And some kids stayed distant and distracted, sending no cues of distress, never reaching out, but showing signs of quiet agitation. Mm -hmm. So she did find a way into this, and of course that corresponds to the three types of attachment style, secure, anxious, and avoidant. Yep. So evident that it could be seen in three minutes with babies, okay? And all the writing has depended on this ever since. Bowlby found that patterns in this drama between child and parent created a set point in kids' nervous systems, and these patterns seem to predict key ways of dealing with emotions and behaviors way into the future. Okay? Yeah, and it's, it's true. It is true. It's so accurate. It's absolutely true. It's as if the kids were asking, are you there for me? when I'm vulnerable, and of course being left made them kind of frightened and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Are you there for me when I'm vulnerable, or am I alone in the world? Okay? And having mom leave can make kids think that. Yep. Um, the balanced kids could reach out and receive care, and they were healthier, more trusting of their own take on reality and their ability to deal with stress. Their moms were engaged with them, more emotionally present. Indeed, emotional accessibility, responsiveness, and engagement are the three key elements that define a loving bond in any love relationship, no matter at what age. Let me say those three things again. Emotional accessibility, responsiveness, and engagement. Okay? Bowlby concluded that in this universal drama of attachment, our nervous systems are wired to be fired up for threat always, okay? Because we always, you know, get wound up and our, our muscles tighten and, you know, if you feel like you're threatened. Yep. So our nervous system responds to threat by either getting agitated or staying distant from others. Mm -hmm. Or in constructive dependency, meaning it's okay to be dependent on a parent when you're a baby. Okay, so we can get ready to deal with a threat, we can numb ourselves out, or we can accept the fact that we need this person and feel vulnerable. Okay, in order to deal with it in a balanced way, using the greatest resource of all, safe contact with another as a source of strength. Mm -hmm. And this Absolutely. is at any age. Okay, we still need it. All right, we all need a safe haven to turn to and a secure base from which to face life. And that haven is most often the arms of a beloved. Doesn't she have a way of putting things, right? What do we need to face the world? The arms of a beloved. Yep. Attachment science says that the lone cowboy figure, the free, untethered one, is in fact deprived. As the eagles say in their song, Desperado, freedom, oh freedom, well, that's just some people talking. Your prison is walking through the world all alone. In this story, love is not about enmeshment and captivity. On the contrary, it's a source of emotional balance and optimal adaptation.
I quoted the same song. You ju you and I just talked about just this like now. a month ago. Did we present it yet? I don't think we did. Okay. Anyway, I was very excited to see that she quoted the same song I did. We, we just talked about and that I song. And I felt like I was in great company because she's really good. <laughs> so that made me very Yeah, I, that's so crazy because when you were reading that, I was just thinking, boy, we just talked Didn't about that. Didn't we just that. do that? Yeah. We did. So let's hear it for the Eagles. All right. Attached. In fact, I think we even listened. We put it on for yes, a little bit. Yes, we did. We listened to it before we yeah. did it. It's a brilliant song. All right. Attachment science offers us the best love story ever. Elegant, tested, and so profound it can break your heart. Mm -hmm. It's the story of one person turning to another and saying, I never knew people could take their heart full of terror and ask someone to hold it with them. I never knew that someone would see and care about my terror. When I'm not alone, the terror gets smaller and I get bigger. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. I was quite blown away by those two lines. I'll repeat yeah. them. Um, I never knew people could take their heart full of terror and ask someone to hold it with them. I never knew that someone would see and care about my terror. When I'm not alone, the terror gets smaller and I get bigger. Mm. Profound stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In emotionally focused therapy, we've learned how to pinpoint key fears and needs, helping couples shape bonding moments that shift their relationship dance, each partner's sense of self and ability to engage with others. We know that vulnerability shared and responded to shapes the safe haven connection that grows us as people. Mm -hmm. A loved one is a resource that our brain incorporates into our sense of self and efficacy. Efficacy mean, means being able to have an impact on the world. If I face life alone, every hill looks bigger. But if you hold my hand, every task and terror loses its edge. Our brain takes the availability of loving support into account. Even when we, simp even when we do simple physical things, like calculating the height of a hill. Romantic love is a second chance to define ourselves, to revise childhood models of self and others, and to deal with core vulnerabilities in a new way, and to grow into vibrant aliveness mm -hmm. okay so in other words she's saying really no matter how messed up our childhood was romantic love is an avenue to fix it to vibrant aliveness to vibrant aliveness and she is vibrantly alive mm -hmm. <laughs> you can check her out on youtube um very pleasant lady um it's kind of nice pleasing Canadian accent, wonderful sense mm -hmm. of humor. You, If you see her even on YouTube, you're drawn to her. Is she Canadian? I thought she was English. No, she's Canadian. She was born in England and they came to Canada when she was very young. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I remember her talking about being in a British club, when, or, uh, a British uh, bar or... Yes, yes, yes. And when she was growing up. Absolutely. Cause pub. I mean, yeah, That's a pub. the word and I was I looking for. I think her grandfather had a pub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for some inspiration, Su Susan Johnson is it. I loved this article. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Yeah.
Um, but love really has a massive impact on us and the more skilled that you are at it, the better off you're going to be in maintaining it. That's right. So many people don't have the skills or the abilities to maintain it because they're anxious, they're depressed, they don't know how to communicate, they don't know how to listen. Or they're avoidant and they're scared to take it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a horrible position to be in. It's what you most need, but what you get the most scared of. Yep. But you got to work through that. Got to work through that. Because, you know, that's why it feels so amazing when you find somebody that you can really care about. And, you know, many of us have to learn how to have those skills that we didn't see that in our childhood. We didn't see it. It's not easy. And no contact is really an opportunity for you to learn that and improve that. That way, either you have another chance with your ex and you show them that you're different, or if other people that you meet and you feel that vibrant aliveness again. Right. right? That's exactly right. But how hopeful. How wonderfully hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She is. Um, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.